Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and in Ink podcast, episode 323. And this is a very special, spooky edition because Halloween is right around the corner. It's uh, tomorrow or today, or depending on whatever, whenever time. Or yesterday or the day this before. This decides that. to go up, or t- you know, time is an illusion, as we all know. Uh, I am your host, Jordan Biorti, and joining me today. We have the wonderful editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. Brendan, how are you doing this fine day? I'm, I'm pretty good. Pretty good over here. Oh, that, that's good. Good to hear. It's always good yeah. when you're pretty I good. I try. I try to be pretty good. <laughs> I like to be just okay. <laughs> yep. That's your call. I'm not going to judge you on that. Yeah, you know, we, we just, we, you know we, keep it, we keep the bar so like right in the middle. And then we, our expectations are always either, you know, met or not. <laughs> that is a bold I mean, statement. That's wow. a very bold statement. <laughs> of course, we are also joined by Alex Hansiuk. I just had to interject with that bar statement, so I wasn't the third one introduced again, because it, 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 it really did, did, did wonders for my self-confidence, being the third one introduced every episode. So, <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm also doing fantastic. Good. Well, that's I'm good, good to hear. <laughs> My dog is having a friggin' time of his life downstairs. I don't know what he's barking at, but he's barking at something. Um, and of course, <laughs> better be my damn ripsaw. It's probably not. Oh God, don't say those things. It's supposed to deliver today. I'm just, I'm just sitting here like super anxious. <laughs> I'm here to help Jordan. That's what I, I, can't, I That's my thing. That's why we I'm call just, this I podcast can't... the 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 ripsaw podcast. Or I mean, that's a weird podcast name, but okay. Hey, We're Chris. How you doing? Hey. <laughs> it's patiently waiting, that's all. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. Listen, I was getting to Chris. No, you were, Jordan. It's all about the ripsaw for you. Mm-hmm. Chris mm-hmm. Ripsaw de Hoog. That's his name. That's that's definitely a nickname I've had forever. Yeah. yeah. I, to be fair, See? I want that nickname now. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. See, I'm starting something. I'd prefer I prefer bone saw or something like that, but it's got some yeah. like bad vibes to it, which is which is nice. I love it. Mm. All right, gang, let's jump uh, right into it. So we've got some news here today. Uh, kind of building, I think, on... I, I can't remember if it was last week's podcast or the week before. Um, but uh, Cyberpunk got delayed yet again. Again, not surprising. And yep. uh, Alex, I just wanted to take a minute to um, stick this in your face and All right. say, you, you see, it doesn't matter when it comes out. It's just... It, it's how much time it needs to be developed. Well, I mean, I th- I think it does kind of matter when it comes out because uh, it, it they were all like, this is this is our fight to the finish. We're going to release it on November seventeenth. I think was the day, and you know uh-huh. people are going to be working overtime, but it's just till November seventeenth. Don't worry, we won't delay it again. Why would we do that? We're not going to make you work more overtime. And now they're like, <laughs> actually, what what's what what's time? What's another month of of six days a week <laughs> not seeing your family? It 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 you know it's all it's all subjective to get a good yep. game with Keanu Keanu Reeves is in it. And you guys like Keanu Reeves, huh? Huh? So yes. They delayed it yeah. again. And at this point I think that they it might not even make twenty twenty. It's like, well, you know what? I because really? I was so sure that they weren't gonna delay it again. That that November day was was secure. I don't know why it seems kind of delusional now that I, I think mean, about it. I'm gonna throw oh, it out there. Gold, this game has been girl. delayed so many times. Yeah. Why not just just make it some stupid time into the future and then be like you know what? Surprise drop today. You got it. That's not how games work. They they have to disappoint you. 
There's, there's, oh, there's, yeah, no, yeah. there's no room in the industry for, for good surprises, Brendan. Yeah, uh, you're right. I was being silly for a second. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'll do better. I've never enjoyed a game announcement in my life. It's just been every everything is a disappointment. That was oddly um, bleak, Jordan. Good job. Yeah, that was a dark turn. Well, that was good. You know, right. no, I, well, I was gonna say, um, I you know, this is this is just that thing, I, and I know I've, I probably said it before, where like you definitely you know have. the <laughs> like agree. the. So, <laughs> well, stop ripping. I'm sorry. It's just... <laughs> no, I love it. Thank you. Um, no, you know what I mean. It's just like it's it really is. You know, it, it's so indicative of that like that desire. I think to to just just to have things to show like you know this game didn't need to be announced i guess as far back as it did if it was gonna take as long as it like is going to and now and even not even like take so long but like consistently be delayed like over and over to get to this point where it's just like you could have had something like genuinely like built and like ready and then announced it like like not even like you know a year ago but like this thing was announced or like or like teased that so far back yeah and then just like just like people are just like waiting and waiting and waiting and it's just like oh don't you know here here we already three and we don't really have a lot to show you we have like some proof of concept and and keanu reeves and it's just like now it's just like you know delay after delay and every time everyone someone gets even marginally excited about it it's another delay and it's just like yeah, like it, when is it ever gonna come out? Like, I blame the Stadia really. Through. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. No, they, 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 they probably probably should have picked this date to begin with. The last time they delayed it, like that should have been they should have been a little more realistic, I guess. But I mean, they went gold after all. They're working on the day one patch now. That's what's delayed it. So mm-hmm. more importantly, the fact that they went gold and why bother going gold at this point if the day one patch is going to take this long? Like. I... I, like and I saw a few tweets about this, but going gold doesn't really mean anything because of we live in the era where it's like, hey, every game has like day one updates that make it like yeah. runnable. Like uh, even Watch Dogs, this like the earlier this week was like not playable on Xbox One unless you play download the patch. Like it was just a broken game. Right, right. Like oh, just hit that patch, and it's like, well, they went gold a while ago, but they went gold with a game that didn't work on Xbox, and it's like it's going gold doesn't really matter unless it's a game that has no 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 updates like. To do or like online thing, which most games aren't anymore. Yeah, you're right. Man's Sky go gold. That game is still being worked on. <laughs> that game is. Yeah. That game has gone like platinum at this point. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I mean, no I, you, but you know what? Like, uh, sorry, I'm just. I was just gonna say, like, you know, you know, if if not to just sort of like you know highlight my point, yeah, like you know, go, No Man's Sky went gold, and that game was. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I I can agree it was not a game when it came out. What, and no like now, yeah, yeah, that's still a game. That's a thing. That I mean, it's and it it is it's much more of a game. It's it's actually a game now, you know. And yeah, like the fact that they keep adding stuff and building on it is like you know, it's like kudos to them. Like they 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 could have very easily just just had this be like a one and done and moved on, but like. They stayed on top of it, but yeah, it just it really does show like how meaningless going gold is. That like, you know, it's it, it, and like it, it just it all goes back to that like that hype cycle, right? Of being able to have a press release and say our game went gold, you know, our you know it's right. it's it's super duper close to being finished. We promise for reals, guys. And then yeah, like every single game needs a friggin' six gig update 
on launch like or it was yeah. like some damage control stuff like because there was there was a report the week before they went gold that said oh they're working six days overtime mandatory and all this so maybe that was a bit of like oh no it's fine we went gold no we're still working on it but it's gold now it's the end fine. is near like gold yeah. is almost done there's not a lot of work yeah and you well, know part of me was like well maybe they're delaying it so that they don't have to work six hours a day for a month but i think if they if, if that was the reason they would announce it in their like that's positive yeah. news for them right like they would have been that would have been at the forefront so i don't think it's a matter of like hey we want to make sure our employees can kind of breathe and have lives it, in, in addition to finishing this game i think it is a matter of yeah we're just working on it because we're launching on current gen we're launching on next gen all that fun stuff right right yeah, um, and that, well, I mean, that is one thing that did genuinely bother me about this whole update two thing, like, you know, just uh, obviously like trying to run some damage control and have like a little, uh, have a little press release to say like it needs to be delayed again, but like to say nothing uh, towards like, you know, the developers who are like, like ha now having to crunch over this and like, you know, work themselves half to death to get this thing done, like, you know, and, and I, I, I can't I can't imagine that CD Projekt Red isn't aware of like all the people who are talking about like the the like the abusive levels of crunch that like have been reported to go on there. So like mm -hmm. to like put out some kind of note to say like, you know, we're delaying the game, like, you know, the you know, the the, the well-being of our developers is important to us and we want to have extra time so they can work on it. It's like, no, just, we're just what we want this game to just, you know be in your in your hands so we can get paid for it and move on yeah and at the so. same time as much as like there's every time this game gets late people are disappointed and i guess you know somewhat rightfully so because you know you promise something or say something's mm -hmm. gonna happen you get excited <laughs> i saw a guy tweeting that he's taken a day off um like he, he's booked a day off for like three cyberpunk releases already he just wants to know the day uh and he actually tweeted the day before it was delayed again he's like okay like november 17th no more delays right and the official cyberpunk page replied yeah yeah no more delays and the next day they, they announced the december delay but at the same time as much as some people are upset about it, it it's not gonna affect the sales of this game like it's still gonna no, make it's not yeah crazy stuff whenever it does come out so from cd project red like it makes sense to that they've they've delayed it enough that they got to make sure whatever they put out is a fantastic, fantastic game. Um, and if they got to delay it again out of 2020, it would be surprising, but also not very surprising. Yeah, they've, like, they've really got to stick the landing now. Like, they can't launch with some embarrassing problem day one. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you know, a game like this, you know it's going to happen. It's like, as soon as, they, as soon as people see, like, one car, like, flying through the air when it's not supposed to be you know jordan jordan it's cyberpunk anything's possible cars can fly yeah. don't judge, don't <laughs> judge. True. true and like yeah like any no, sort cyber of cars are just it's a feature of the world like in the future bodies <laughs> yeah. just go through bodies you know people get like, stuck in sidewalks what I, we all it's it's all it's, is it the real world or is it just the matrix is, is it ex an extension of the cyber world that we live in anytime yeah. that happens a wizard did it well, Which cyber are the worst. <laughs> a, a, tech, a technomancer. No, it was oh, it was we great. We are off though. the rails right now. We are right off those rails. Off those. Oh rails. no, it was it it was it was great because I have a guy that I work with who like he too is just like so like like extra hyped about this game and like he's been going on like every like literally every day this like the past week he's been like oh only only so many more days until cyberpunk and then i got delayed and i walked up to him the next day like super smug 
and I was just like, "So, um, when is it coming out again?" Right, <laughs> so just, Jordan's it, a dick, but yeah, that's uh, just uh, gonna get to. Yeah, Jordan oh, seems like the worst human being on earth. Yeah, it, it felt it. so good to do it. It felt so good. <laughs> I, I just hope it doesn't get delayed again, so we don't have to have this conversation again. Like in terms uh, of on well. this podcast, where it's like it's been delayed again. Well, I mean, don't I count think... your chickens before they hatch, Alex. I won't. I will not. No chickens. All right. Well, bo- moving on. Um, we have uh some some I guess concerning news. Uh, I don't really know what this means 100%, but Halo Infinite and this, uh, I guess, uh, uh, Everwild. Is that like a new, new game or like, was that, has it been announced? I wasn't really paying attention to it. It's, it's Rare's new mystery IP. Oh, that's oh, right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. I, I remember it now. Um, yeah, they both lost their, uh, their directors. Yeah. So. Yeah, not, yeah, great, for, not great for Halo. I mean, Halo's not doing great as it is. Yeah. And this was not. Well, actually, it, it depends on, on the circumstances. You know, it sounds bad they lose their directors, but it can mean a lot of things. Could mean, yeah. you know, maybe he was the problem and he's backing away, or maybe it's just tangentially related. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he hates the like, product he's working on so much. He just hates Halo. He's been there for like 10 years. Which, honestly, if I was working at Halo for that long, maybe I would hate Halo. I would I think definitely I would, hate Halo that long. <laughs> I think I would hate Halo, so, uh, oof. Couldn't imagine working. No, I'm sure, I'm sure they're lovely there. But it's... This is sort of worrying because, like, a year ago, or maybe it's like a year and a half ago, there was did they announced that the person running the show for Halo Infinite was leaving, and this guy was mm-hmm. staying on, and he was like the guy with the vision. He was the guy who's going to bring Halo Infinite, you know, and make it truly a fantastic Halo game, right? And now the fact that they're like, and he's leaving, and we don't we have a launch date in 2021, but I don't know, maybe that'll get delayed again. It was supposed to launch earlier, so there's obviously there's obviously obviously turbulence in the in the development thing, and it seems like I don't know, I. It, I'm I'd I'd be worried about Halo. I mean, I am a little worried about Halo, but if if I, if I was a fan of Halo, I'd be very worried right now because it doesn't seem like they have a clear, uh, clear goal for the rest yeah. of where, where they're going. And even you know, it almost feels like even even when you like when when they presented the game too, it just like it didn't really have a like a clear identity, right? Like it they, they it's been they've been talking this idea of Halo Infinite being like a live service game for such a while now since like before they had anything to show for it and i think like i, mm-hmm. like, I myself initially like i was thinking okay this is going to kind of look like destiny or something like that right like but then it, you know it shows up and it just kind of looks like halo one like so i mean it just yeah it, technology has only gotten so far and halo one already looked yeah i don't know <laughs> it, looked, it all kind of <laughs> looks the same no, but I, I mean, like, I mean, in, in terms, not necessarily just in terms, like, visually, but I meant just, like, in terms of, like, even, like, the game itself, like, it didn't look like anything kind of, like, unique or, like, anything, like, like, even, you know, even if you, when you talk about it, like, you, you think about a game like Destiny yeah. as, like, a, a first-person um, live service kind of shooter, like, you know, when you go into Destiny's world, like, it kind of actually does feel like it has this sort of, like, interconnected, like, mm. big open world with little, like, small areas to explore, like, at, you know, like little sort of like mini dungeons but like even just just seeing what infinite had when they showed it off like it just it just looks like halo one like even gameplay wise it just looks like another like halo game because even the, the first halo had kind of like a a, a a seamless enough feeling world that it all felt like you were kind of in this like open enough world so i don't know it just yeah this is this is concerning it it, it just it doesn't feel like this it, like halo has direction 
be fair, Jordan, I don't think Halo does have direction. I think what at this point Halo is the fact that Microsoft needs a massive IP. And I don't think the story yeah. needs to be going this far. I don't think anything they do can ever live up to the hype of what Halo delivered when the Xbox uh, original Xbox OG hit, then Xbox mm-hmm. 360, and then the Xbox One. I don't think there's anything... The series didn't really progress all that much. It's more of the fact of they had a group of fans that love whatever thing Halo comes out of. Yeah. And without yeah. Bungie at the helm, it just kind of feels they're kind of tracing, uh, playing trace, they're tracing what they're seeing rather than creating something wholly new because they're afraid to go too far away from the formula that worked. Right. And oh, they're absolutely. banking on, like, when you think of people excited for Halo, most of them have great memories of playing, you know, Halo yeah. 1, 2, 3, Reach, you know, it's, it's yeah. banking on that nostalgia. So they, mm. they're in this place that they, like a, a lot of companies that sort didn't really start off small, but started off with a bit more like um, ways that they had a creative vision. Where now they're playing right. two things, where they're trying to move it forward, but also keep it in the past. And I think that that's something that like the Star Wars series really got with like the sequel trilogies. Oh, without question, yeah. Where they're like, hey, we we want to like do our own thing, but like we know that everyone loves the original Star Wars, so let's mimic them. But now let's change it. But now let's like throw it out. So it it becomes sort of a mess. We've seen it with big companies before. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you guys think that Halo Infinite's gonna emerge from this as a good Halo game or a good I, game in I, general? I think I think it's gonna emerge as a Halo game. That's fine. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Toe to tip, it's a Halo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, like, yeah, I, it's I just don't, Halo. I don't think that from what we've seen and what they've kind of said, it sounds like a Halo game. Do I think it's gonna revolutionize the franchise? No. Do I think it'll be a fine that? Yeah, it's going to be that. It's going to deliver on existing as a Halo game in the series, and people are going to be like, hey, it's another Halo game. Cool. Yeah, like, yeah, and, 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 it, 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 it'll be a post Bungie Halo game specifically. Yeah. Like, I think it just hasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, Halo 4 is the last one I played, and it just didn't have mm-hmm. anything really. Like, I, I got through it, and then, well, that's, that's done. That's a Halo, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just didn't yeah. have the same yeah. have the same spark anymore so it'll it'll probably oh, be in that ballpark there i imagine but i'm skeptical even like this is even this is rough even for halo standards like i think like, I feel what it is i feel what it is is there's so much pressure and so much marketing pressure behind it that it doesn't matter what microsoft does or any one of the teams do they believe they're coming in thinking i'm adding to a halo game and their dreams of doing and adding things to the universe are crushed by the fact that they can't change X, Y, and Z because that's what fans love, and they're like, "Well, I'm, I'm, this is stupid. I'm, I'm out. Peace out." Right, right. From a storytelling mm-hmm. perspective, they're like, "Hey, ninety percent of this game is sort of set in tone, but you have ten yeah. percent to work with. But like, we're not going to tell you what the ten percent is until you're doing stuff." And I feel yeah, the, exactly the covenant's back again. Yeah, fight the hey. covenant again. Wasn't it Halo Five that had the whole advertising campaign that like Master Chief was a traitor and that didn't yeah. show up at all in the game? Was, was that? Am I thinking of the right game? I th- no, he sh- he showed up. He showed up like halfway that you start off and like you're playing as like these other Spartans who are hunting down the chief because, yeah, they think he's like, you know, all all like tainted by Cortana or something. And she's gone all off the wire again. And then halfway into it, you play as uh, like you switch perspective and you play as the chief. What's his name? John? John. Yeah, just John. Yeah, Yeah, sure. He doesn't doesn't really... Yeah, he doesn't really have a name. It's like it's like just sort of ingrained, like built into his character that he's sort of like he a nobody. <laughs> but I, don't even, I, I, I think even like by Halo lore standards, if I'm remembering correctly, John isn't even his like real name. It's just like a name that was just like given to him. 
Like you, John. Right, cool. I um, get the most generic name on Earth. Cool. For Cole's sake, <laughs> yeah. I hope that we're wrong and this is a fantastic game, but... Hey. Yeah, I, I mean... Doubts, but if nothing else, it will make money. So good for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Right? Like, like at the end of the day, good or bad, it's still going to move a lot of units, and like it's yeah, stagnant or not, it's it's going to sell. I mean, maybe you think maybe they could just put John Batista into it, and oh, yeah, what, what was that? That happened. Know, he's week, he's it? Marcus Phoenix now, apparently. Uh, why? I don't know. Why is that a not? meme or something? Yeah. No, no it's a it's real thing that... they're doing. But like, is it because of a meme? Because that's the only thing I can think of. Like, I oh, think would he, he make a good it. casting choice? I, I think he I... just likes it. Chris, yeah, I wish I wish I could tell you why. I, I don't. I, I guess it's just a cross promotional thing that they're doing. Like, I, I, cross promoting I, I, what? Batista existing? <laughs> Batista, yeah, Batista. <laughs> just hey, in Batista, general. Let's cross promote you. Yeah, it's just because, you know, they want to build them up. <laughs> it's so funny because that, like, 7-Eleven in Canada, they have the Halo Infinite Cups. And, mm. I, think, and I think at Circle K, too, but I, I've seen it on Twitter. People are, like, racing to get these cups and collect them all. And it's like, oh, they clearly, like, had a contract with them. And they were like, yep, this is when the game's launching. And then they, they were already made. And they're like, we, we don't want to wait. We want to launch them now. So it's like, it's you like... can get Halo Infinite Cups, but no Halo Infinite yet, which is a lovely, a lovely thing. So weird. It's like Black Widow and other, and then uh, Wonder Woman eighty eight. Their their merchandising still on the shelves. You know they're you know COVID delayed them. So yeah, it's a weird year for that kind of thing. Uh, Although in fairness, Seven Eleven did put out those uh, Link's Awakening cups like a couple months before the game came out. But I I guess maybe it's different because we knew Nintendo had a game to release. <laughs> Nintendo's good for that. I will give them praise for that. Like talking yeah. about like, the Cyberpunk delays and everything like that. You know they don't they don't pop the seal too early most of the time. You know, oh, like, yeah, Animal this, Crossing this is... was like, yeah, it's coming in like six months, and then it came out. You know, exactly yeah. when it was supposed it, to. It, it did it get delayed. Breath of the Wild got delayed once or twice. Uh, just I think it was just the once. I think I it was think, once, think... but it was like a we don't know when it's coming. It's been delayed. Yeah, give us more time. Well, because but if if I remember correctly too, because this was this was a little while ago, like Breath of the Wild didn't really have like a a, a truly clear release date. Like when they first mm -hmm. announced Breath of the Wild. Um, like they didn't announce it with a release date. It was just like the new Zelda is coming, and then like like until they actually had something ready to show, they showed it. But I think mm -hmm. I think after that, it might have gotten delayed. Yeah, like one time. Maybe? At one point, I, it had a release window, like a like oh we're launching in Q one or Q two, and then they yeah they did their delay video and were like it's coming at next year at the earliest. And then the Switch launched, and, and that was the whole thing. That's kind of the thing. I didn't I didn't want to bring it up again because I'm always bringing up you know how great Nintendo is. But yeah, mm -hmm. like Nintendo is is. This is like it's something that like um you 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 do genuinely see with a company like Nintendo. It's like they're not they're never really rushing to have like content out on the table like for people to like be excited for. Like they know that their fans are going to get excited about their stuff regardless. So like they usually just like announce stuff and it's like, "Oh, by the way, this is coming out like in like 6 months." So just be ready for it. Like and then yeah, like the one time that they did that, you know, to I like I guess just like be a part of the, the the hype cycle at E3, like it did kind of backfire on them because yeah, the people are still waiting for you know Metroid and and Bayonetta three now. Like oh yeah, that game I've got that existed. Yeah, they both they both and then Retro had a whole big like complete like rebuild from the ground mm -hmm. up. Like this is what I mean. It's just like you know I get that they wanted to have content for people to be excited about, but then yeah, like it's just see how it see it so easily it can blow up in your face. Oh, yeah, there's. They're really just trying to shut up the people on Twitter who every E3, people like me, 
who tweet them every year at E3 going, where's Metroid? <laughs> give us Metroid, give us Mother 3! <laughs> no one, no you one. You already does. have two mothers, you don't need a third. Come on. <laughs> Relax. But, uh, but, 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 we'll be here all week. Um, I, hope not. I feel we will not. That's probably a lie. This is lies. Well, we also have a uh this is crazy to me because I literally just saw this when we posted it in our like in our like rubric. Uh a two hundred and fifty dollar Mandalorian controller. It's real the expensive, app. yeah. Is it made of that like special metal that like the Mandalorian's armor is made out of? It's Beskar, baby. <laughs> I was trying to remember what it was called because it's it has it's like it's been a, it's been a hot minute since I watched Mandalorian. I was just gonna call it Unobtainium because it's just the think only of NASCAR and then like of. but like the best NASCAR. It's like best car. Oh, that cheapens it so much. <laughs> oh, so you were up at six thirty this morning watching the new episode like I was. That show cheapened itself when it felt the need to introduce a baby Yoda. That was the whole show. I don't care. Like what? It's like they th- they took the one thing that they could like Funko Pop the hell out of and like turn into like a meme, and everyone's just gonna be like, "Oh, we already like Yoda. What if we made him a baby?" I, but, I feel you should not talk to friend of cast of Brock McFarlane because yeah. he has that on him. So he does. You know. I, is that why he was hired as like an influencer because he had the Baby Yoda tattoo? Because honestly, that's why I would hire him. He's he's, 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 sure already, no, he's got the well, presence. Listen, I does res- he write I with his hand that has the tattoo on it? Because I does, assume I think so. I, I think I that's his power. Yeah, so. he uses the force. But anyway, hi Brock. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I respect I respect the choice. I'm just saying it just it's it's it seems like. To introduce something like is it, when I first saw the whole baby, like I saw, I was I knew more about the Mandalorian from like the memes of Baby Yoda than I did from like actually watching the show. Um, like that was my introduction to what it was, and I like just rolled my eyes so hard at it just because it's like it just it just seems like the most like made by like marketing team decision you could get. Like you could have had any other character, any other alien, or any other thing, but it's just like. Here's a, a a baby version of Yoda, and but it's like Jordan. we already love Yoda. Baby Yoda jump is around cute. Like a damn idiot with his <laughs> stupid lightsaber and those dumb prequels. Okay, well now now this is a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah, we're really <laughs> the same. Yeah, really, really different. Different. What I heard about the price of the Mandalorian controller, which it's it's a controller and it comes with like a charging stand that has the Mandalorian stuff, and it's you know yeah. obviously themed like it. I thought this was the Pro controller. I thought this was like the, I thought this or, was sorry, too. Or, or the Elite Controller, and like yeah. at least the Elite Controller one, where they're like, "Hey, we took yeah. Elite Controller one, and we're like, we're giving it a new thing, so it has new life." But this is just a regular Xbox controller. Yeah, oh, it's, it, it's not even a Pro. Oh wow, that's I didn't even notice that before. That's yeah, crazy. like the 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 Elite Controller two is like two hundred bucks or two twenty five. So it, yeah, it, it, it's a good one controller. Um, yeah, well, it, apparently there's some issues with it recently. They're uh, extending the warranty, but that's. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, but, but anyway, I don't know. Anyway. Like Sorry. a paint job, <laughs> a paint job for like, cause what? Like a regular controller is like eighty, ninety bucks, or like yeah. fifty, sixty bucks, depending About on what that, sales yeah. you get. Somewhere between like sixty and ninety bucks, so you double it because you get a charging stand and a paint job. That yeah, seems, basically, yeah, that seems a bit, yeah, predatory. People there. will pay for anything. <laughs> Apparently I mean, so. I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I couldn't justify shelling out this for that. Oh. 
Let's be clear here. You can justify it. You just shouldn't yeah. justify it. Let's just yeah, shouldn't. That, yeah. that is it, yeah. <laughs> you definitely could justify it. Yeah, well, depends yeah. who you're justifying it to, I suppose. But, is, yeah. is this an Xbox Series X controller? Or is it that, Xbox One controller? It's Xbox it? One. That's the even stranger part, yeah. is that it's not okay. even like a next-gen controller. Hmm. Yeah, it's all it's all kinds of uh, weird. This just is like, hey, the Mandalorian's coming out. We paid a lot for these rights to to get the thing on the controller, so we may as well make our money back. <laughs> I feel that's the case. Yeah. Then again, why, just do one fans. of the elite controllers at that point. Yeah, it, like it seems like even if it's like two fifty instead of like two twenty five, which I I don't know if they could do it cost wise, but I don't see why not. Like that would be cool. That'd yeah. be great. And this is like a regular Xbox One controller that I. It, well, I don't know. I don't know. Let us know if you're buying one it's... so we can judge you. Yeah, yeah please yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to be I want to be that guy. <laughs> really? Why? Well, you know, so I can have uh, a a high horse to sit upon. Jordan, mm. I feel that you never get off your horse. That that horse <laughs> is cemented. Yeah, but it's just like a regular horse. It was never really a high Speaking horse. Speaking of of horses and high things in, in Jordan. I mean, I know you can't talk about it, Brendan, but you, 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 can you confirm? And I, and I know you can that, that you have a PS5 in the office and it's sitting I there do, right yeah. now. I have a PS5 in the office and an Xbox Series X. Which one tastes wait, wait. better? Oh, I don't know. The Series X has kind of a minty aftertaste that could be real good. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's all the green. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like <It's> spearmint. <laughs> I love it. Uh, why can't we talk about it? I can talk it exists, and I can talk about the general generality of starting it up, but okay. I can't say anything about how it works. It's embargo. Uh, yeah, yeah, the embargo uh, is just that's so what the embargo is. Does it work? It turns right. on. Okay, all right, good. That's does all it I can change say. your life every time you turn it. I can on. talk. I can talk about the Xbox um, Series X, though. I can actually say some things about that. Well, then go okay. for it. Yeah, it. It's faster. I, other than that, because it's, it's the fact that a lot of what it is right now is, um, it really is kind of feeling like a faster Xbox Series, Xbox One X or Xbox yeah. One. It doesn't feel all that much different. Um, that makes it special, but yeah, it's hard to say. So I guess well, I think it, because you're only getting like because you're you're playing Xbox One games and you're like seeing maybe. Higher, better graphics and I mean, I, yeah, time. basically. And I also saw some of um, Astro's playground on um, PS5. Okay, so that I, I can talk about that. So that is a tech demo. Nice. I played. I mean, because all I can talk about is the hub area, which is just basically the area that says, "Here's how the Xbox. Uh, here's how the um, PlayStation Five controller works. Here's how you can blow into it. Here's how it." Um, does this and that, so you can kind yeah. of see all the different, like the tact, the tactileness of the, the responsiveness of that is amazing. The mm-hmm. um, even like the tactile nature of the touch panel that they've really the controller is very impressive on the PS5. So I can say that. Hmm. Well, now I'm excited. Now I'm now I'm getting excited. You you convinced them to buy a PS5 to spend. That's what I do. Yeah. That's uh, what I, I do. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn game journalist. I, I had no intentions. Until this very moment. Um, well, no, I, I was going to say um, to uh, Brendan's point about the the Xbox. Um, like, I think I think that probably the uh, like a big part of the reason that it probably doesn't feel special is that like 
it just it really is that like microsoft brand across yeah. all of its products like because it's like even you know it's like it's 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 um you know the 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 interface of its laptops and yeah. tablets and even like the phones too like that you know they really, like, they've unified it all so yeah so so when you're going from one system to the other system it's like well the interface is the same but it's a little faster in loading these 12 things you're like oh that's cool i guess cool yeah which yeah. kind of like cuts out a bit of the excitement where you're like yeah. oh my gosh it's like like when you went from the wii Okay, maybe not. The Wii U and Wii were similar, but when you went from yeah. like the Wii U to the Switch, it's like, oh, this yeah. is different. Or you went from like N sixty four, like you know, you know, w generally when you go up console generations, it's like, oh, like this looks different. But they're like, hey, you like the last generation? Nice. We, we us too. We made it. <laughs> Here you it's go. the exact same. Yeah. And even the fact yeah. you're playing the same games, you're just like, ah, right, well, Fortnite looks the same. Cool. <laughs> wow. And it's, I think it's, it is like a, it is a, you know, kind of a double-edged sword on that in yeah. a big way, because it's like, on the one hand, it's like, you know, you, you know, there is that sense of familiarity. You don't have, you don't have to feel like you have to learn something completely new all over again, but at the mm -hmm. same time, it's yeah. like, yeah, like it really does cut out a lot of that excitement factor of like getting to discover a new console and like getting to learn all its little secrets and stuff too. Like, yeah, I mean, I can't say anything about the um, PS5's interface, so I cannot comment one way or the other on that. Nice. Oh, it, uh, well. Just size wise, it looks like, cool it, based on what they. Showed. I'm sort of worried because I'm getting I'm getting a PS5, but like, is, oh, it, is, is it, it gonna is fit in my massive. entertainment setup? Is it? It is. <laughs> it is the size of most people's PCs. It is a massive thing. Nice. It is also really heavy. Huh. I say it's at least 15 pounds. Damn. I'm, I'm judging that based on the fact that I was moving a weight to get a, a, a weight away from my uh, stereo setup because I yeah. use one to block. Um, my uh, vacuum robot from going on into the wires. Uh, <laughs> that was about the same weight as the PS5. So oh. yeah, there's a judgment. I don't know. Maybe they'll add like a strap where you could like press it. You know, like do some a handle. Does it? No, probably doesn't have a handle. <laughs> yeah, it does not. It is, it is a stand you can kind of adjust. So if you want it a vertical, if you want it horizontal. Okay, well that, yeah. that's something. I yeah. I think it's interesting that Xbox is going like, hey, we're gonna make this like. Blend into your home theater thing. They don't. The PlayStation's it, it, like ha, don't. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> the complete opposite <laughs> direction. No, no, no. The Xbox Series X does not Dissolve. blend in. It's just like, what if you had a giant, giant obelisk sitting in the middle of your center? <laughs> Would that be cool? Yeah, you got. We did that. I guess. That's what he got. It's just 2001 Space Odyssey in the middle of yeah. the home theater. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of wow. bunch of Neanderthals are like praising it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that this conversation has convinced me to buy both next-gen consoles. So yeah, but what I do. I mean, the lights on the PS5 are really pretty. Mm. There you go. I wow. like that. I like pretty lights. I mean, I kind of feel like like Microsoft is forcing a lot of people's hands in getting a console too now because they're just purchasing up every game company they can think of, and it's like, hey, let's let's make the new Elder Scrolls a console exclusive. I mean, to be fair, Jordan, so is Sony. Like, they basically are like, what yeah. if we own everything? And they're like, yeah, well, you know. one side, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's a bit of a, I, I don't want to bring up this conversation because it's, you know, it's it's one that can go on for a while. But I yeah. I don't see Microsoft being like, we've paid $7 billion for this and we're going to just limit it to one console. Yeah. No. Enjoy. Like, I timed exclusive for sure, I think. I think, like, you know give people a reason to buy an xbox uh, I just, also... so i'm gonna throw it out there they're gonna definitely make it pc and console definitely without question yeah. and then they might release it on ps whatever Eventually. Uh, but what they might do is make it so 
This version is the Alita version and it has more stuff. If you want the PS PS version, it exists. I don't want to tell you, it's there. They should make the well, PS4 I mean, version, but like you can't walk in it or something. Yeah. Like you always like really stupid. You can only jump <laughs> if to get everywhere by jumping. It's the first four chapters and that's it. I like <laughs> I, I think at least at the very least we will know that the like the next Elder Scrolls will come out on Nintendo Switch at the very least. Because uh, I mean yeah. that's not a given, I guess. Yeah. How's it going to run the next Elder Nintendo, have been really chummy these past couple of I, months. Unless there's a Switch Pro in the yeah. close, like there's no way that the Switch is gonna. I mean, it, it ran Skyrim like eight years after Skyrim came out, and yeah. it was like and somewhat struggling. Skyrim to do was that. Over, yeah, Skyrim was already know. having a hard time running back then. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I know. Is is aren't they aren't they uh, experimenting a little bit more with uh, cloud gaming? I thought Control on Switch was like like a cloud based game or something. No. Yeah, that's, uh... We'll get it had, like, it used some cloud things, but I believe it was just a normal game if you didn't have cloud stuff. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it, I thought it, was, I was... it would be very strange and go against Xbox's strategy right now, Microsoft's strategy, to, to make it locked to one console or one, yeah. like, sort of, you know, interface or whatever. So, I don't know. If you're a, if you are an Elder Scrolls fan, you know what, maybe get a PC or an Xbox, because, like, that'll be the best experience for it, but you'll probably get it somewhere else eventually. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and... and... And here was me being all like glib, like, oh, it's fine. Obsidian's making their version of Elder Scrolls, and you know, they already made the better version of but Fallout. They, so, but, but and, Jordan, then, and then Microsoft yeah. turned around and bought them too. No, to be fair, Microsoft bought Obsidian a long time ago. Oh, did yeah. they? I thought this was yeah. new. No, no, no. Oh, my bad. No, no. Like two e three ago, they bought it. Yep. Oh, gee, where the frig have I been? That's like, that's like two decades in the video game industry. So, but no, like literally, they had an entire like here's. A bunch of logos. We bought all these studios. Peace out, yeah. dogs. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. man, I I was looking at was this Alex, like this were you happened there like that year, Alex. I was there the year after, so I got to see okay. some of the stuff. Like the like Bleeding Edge was one that they like announced that they acquired. Oh, the yeah. the year before. And well, then they, it was like, they, that's right. They bought um, Ninja Theory. Then that game. Ninja was bad. Theory. Yeah, and then it was so, so yeah. So it was, it was a bit of fruits of that labor, but I remember watching that one at home and being like, oh, like their entire event was like Forza, and then like, hey, don't buy stuff now, but in the future, and we got you. Yeah, we have we own everything, so you're gonna be buying something from us. Yep, yep, yep. But um yeah, that that was a bad game. That was a bad game. It was. I mean like on the show floor it was kinda of fun, but also like when but you But it don't... was also kinda of fun when they're like, Yeah, you have like five minutes, go, go, go. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay. like when, when you don't have time to be like, is this game balanced and like am I dying because I'm bad or am I dying because there's like issues with this game and the stuff like that? But you know Right. Good old E three. I gave it a good preview and then a bad review, so, you know. Yeah, I think I gave it a good interview, and then I'm like, whoa, the thing she's saying did not happen to the game. No, and now it's, like, got, like, 20 concurrent viewers, or users now, or whatever whatever that metric's called. So, like, yeah. no one's playing that game at all. Yeah. But Ouch. It's coming to Stadia, maybe. Nice. <laughs> Crossplay. I'm going to say it out oh, there, I don't think it needs to. Like, that game could just not come no, to Stadia, no, and that'd be it, fine. It's gone. Unfortunately, because that's yeah. a cool concept, but yeah. yeah. All it's 10 Stadia players will be very excited to play it, I bet, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Maybe they'd be like, oh, God, why did you give this to us? Take this away. Canceling Stadia <laughs> now. Yeah. I don't want to play yeah, games is... on my Stadia. I just want to say I have a Stadia. Gosh. Stop giving this me the... games. <laughs> this is the game that brought Stadia down. I saw, I saw a thing where it's like, there's now over 100 games on Stadia. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't. That's okay. 
<laughs> they have money, whatever. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Ugh. I mean, if World if sad. them if if them shutting down Google Play Music is like any indication of, I think like the chances that Stadia will get shut down in the future. This is like nothing is safe on Google. Nope, Google doesn't care. Google invests like billions of dollars. Like, yeah, I think we're done with that piece out. It just oh, bugs me so much. But you know who would totally beat up Google in a fight? Who? Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, oh that's a, I knew you were gonna say I knew you were gonna segue that way. <laughs> yes, we we had uh, a little uh I mean it doesn't have to be a big thing, but I think it's really cool. Uh we had a little um little preview of the uh Miles Morales into the Spider-Verse costume for Spider-Man Miles Morales, and it looks friggin' awesome. I love it. It's got like so so the way it looks we were talking about it briefly before is it seems like when you're in the game proper um the suit like the animations on miles in that suit are kind of like reduced like the frame rate is somewhat reduced so it kind of Mm -hmm. looks very similar to like the way his movements were like in the movie because it was kind of doing that like you know uh play on the like sort of making it like 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 because it was a you know animated movie um but also like I think it was it was also kind of like rep, to like replicate like almost like like a comic book in this sort mm-hmm. of like reduced way, like cell um, shading almost. Well, not even just the cell shading too, like just the like his movements, right? Like they, you know, yeah. he wasn't moving obviously at like at a at a consistent like sixty frames per second, like but like I I, I kind of I believe that that was done somewhat intentionally, right? Just to kind of capture that feel of like mm-hmm. almost almost like it's like like the, like the like panel work, right? These come kind of like it is like a moving comic um yeah so it looks like that it also uh you know it, it adds in like you know the like the zwonk and the the bangs and stuff when you like hit enemies and stuff um i'm not sure what powers might come with the suit you know just the way like even you know in the first spider-man game um every suit had sort of like an attached like power or like skill perk you got uh, but it it just looks freaking awesome, and I'm super excited. It bummed me out that you that there wasn't like a like a like a Miles Morales like into the Spider Verse skin in the original Spider Man game. Like they mm-hmm. added like the Spider Man, like the Peter Parker, uh, from it. But like I kind of wanted to see like you know because I like even then I obviously we didn't know that there was gonna be like a Miles Morales uh like Spider Man game, you know, just to see some like some some love for like the you know Miles costume in. The original spider-man or the or the first like marvel spider-man game um mm. and i guess i mean this this obviously just makes w- much more sense now that they you know gave it to miles yeah definitely so and i'm freaking excited for it what's kind of cool about it too is that you can turn off that animation effect too if you want so like that's oh, just never like, going to well i mean like some people like, <laughs> like, I, like, I, I could see not wanting that jankiness but yeah no i, I wouldn't turn it off either but it's nice that they thought of you know all these yeah. options if you want to just be like a no, like have a normal skin, you could do that. But if you want it to be real weird, they got you covered. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious to see if it's actually like if it's if it's if it's something that's gonna be on the whole time and like what it's gonna do to your performance and like is it gonna feel weird punching bad guys when you're like I don't know dropping frames and stuff because uh, it's interesting. But it's also I think it's only a pre-order bonus, so I don't know how much work they're putting into this skin. Um, I actually I saw that it was it was unlockable through like normal means as well. Oh, was it? So I think okay. the pre-order was like an instant gratification right thing. right right okay. yeah that's very cool i'm super excited for it i, I mean I'm, I'm, i am excited for miles morales as well like 
So, you know, and more like reason spiders. to to get uh <laughs> to get uh, a, a PlayStation 5. But uh speaking of speaking of spiders and all things spooky. Mm-hmm. Huh? We got Halloween tomorrow. Oh. Or or yesterday or Yeah, or yesterday or, you know, Halloween whatever. occurred at some point this year or maybe also next year, hopefully. Yeah, maybe right. not. This is the end of Halloween forever. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what a what a weird what a weird time to be alive. Like it's real dumb. Th- it's <laughs> like you remember remember when they, they like like this used to be like that like like the, the premise of like dumb movies like the di- the year they canceled Christmas and it's just like mostly this, Christian. This, this is like <laughs> literally the, the year that we canceled <laughs> Halloween. Nice, nice, nice. When you said the year they canceled Christmas, I was thinking about like the, when Starbucks changed their cups, and I was like, oh yeah. no. And they've they, canceled they were... Christmas again, and it's only November. Oof. The war of Christmas yeah. is really out of hand this, yeah, this year. Oh, yeah. I feel like people this is... like Halloween, but don't, uh, you know, aren't, I guess, you know, satanic cults would probably be a bit more like Halloween y. I'm not sure what they feel about Halloween. So I'm sure they're neutral to I don't have a it. point, but continue, Jordan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I figured we should, we should, uh, we should probably try and, uh, and celebrate Halloween in, uh, in, in whatever little way we can. Um, I know I've been playing a lot of uh, spooky games that I can get my hands on. I've been playing a lot of Little Nightmares because uh, I never actually played it when it first came out. And so now I'm finally giving it a go. And it's great. Yeah. Is anyone else, is anyone else uh, reveling in the spooky times? Mm. I dusted off uh, Parasite Eve like this week. It's not really, you know, a Halloween thing per se, but like it's the... It's that kind of old retro horror esque PS one type of thing that I like. Yeah. Alex, nice. what about you? you uh, I had a scary experience yesterday when my computer stopped working, and then uh, oh, jeez. Well, it was like I, I I rearranged my room because I I I got a new Secret Labs Overwatch chair. So you know. I saw I saw you jumping out of the box of that. I did. I did. <laughs> I I came packaged. It was I I'm surprised I fit in there. It was a whole experience, but. Uh, also, comfy chairs sitting in now. I recommend it. I recommend it. But uh, I like moved stuff around, and then plugged my PC back in, and it wasn't connecting to my second monitor. And it was like, "Your graphics card has been there's an issue with it." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's great." <laughs> so I like took it out, sort of like cleaned out some dust in there, and then put it back in, then uninstalled the software and put it all back in. And now I'm talking to you people because my computer works again. So yeah, it, oh, nice. it was a spooky day, but uh, yeah, now it now it works. I don't play games so. Ah, I see. Well, you know what? That if, yeah. if if that's the case, then you know what? Uh, I I was just uh, I was thinking about it because I did I did uh, uh, watch it like not too long ago. Um, did anyone else watch the the haunting of Bly Manor? Yes. What did you What did you think about it? Um, it was worse than the first season. Much what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've heard from everyone. Yeah. yeah. What is- one like this i'm like the only person who I mean, liked it i just didn't care it's the turning of the screw again and i don't really care about that story so it's like that's ah, cool <laughs> they did a good version I, of the turning the screw but i don't really like the turning the screw so <sighs> that jeez <laughs> everyone's so fair. like i don't know i have i i had i had a lot of people who were like oh you know it was dumb and it just it just the story was boring and then you know the, i didn't the, say that whatever i explained my thought process i just no, don't no, like that story right Fight, fight. I get that. I just that's what I mean. I'm just like so many people are just like, and I'm just like, I don't know. I just I I I was so into it, like from from hey. start to finish. Jordan, I th- I actually. Jordan, I'm gonna stop you. You're allowed to yes. like things. 
Well, no, no, well not, not in his contract. So... I remember not on the internet. No. Got a clause. Yeah. Not on the internet. It's no, the yeah, Santa yeah. The Santa Claus. I'm not allowed to be a part of it. No, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I know, I know so many people who, are, yeah, who have just been really like down on it, and I don't know. I, I, I genuinely thought it was better than the first season. Like, really? I, I remember. Yeah, because I remember, um, like when people were talking about uh the haunting of Hill House, and like, you know, there were all these, uh, you know, all these articles that were coming out, like people saying, like, this is the scariest show ever, like people passed out and were throwing up from how scary it was and i i sat down like and i was like oh wow okay like this is gonna be great and i watched it and i was like when is it gonna get scary like it was never like you know it had creepy moments but i was like this is not like vomit inducing horror to To me fair jordan i don't think uh, people that said that also thought probably the exorcist was the worst thing ever so who knows (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i i i couldn't tell you but I just I was like, what the f? Um, and not to say I didn't I didn't like Hill House. I still thought it was pretty good. But then like like watching Bly Manor, like it genuinely stayed with me for quite a while. Like I think it was like it was like episode two when it was doing that stuff with um with like the No Face doll, and like there was one moment. Uh, I I I took a picture of it and I posted it on Twitter. There's like a moment where where Danny's like running to the door and you can see like the no face doll like sort of like standing in the background and I genuinely like grasped my like the like the backboard because I was I was in bed when I was watching it and I like and I was just like no like it scared the crap out of me and then yeah like just like for like days like I just like I actually I genuinely like had a hard time sleeping that night like I just couldn't shake the visage of like that that no face doll and like and just even in terms of like a story like i liked how like you know it was sort of like it was more like uh like a collection of like tragic love stories than like a genuine like this is just a spooky house where spooky things happened like it kind of had more of a point and it did a better job like of explaining like why like the haunting was uh, was happening I don't know. I, 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 I'm so bummed to hear that. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes it. <laughs> what well, about, well, sorry, it I, I dominated that. What did you guys think? Did you guys watch it? I, I did. I, I yeah, same. I was going to go oh, into a fake one, ooh. but no, I, just, I didn't. I did not. But uh, I heard that Jordan Biori liked it and that Brendan had, is not a fan of the story. So, it, you know, whatever. Good. I oh, trust that's, that's opinions, good. But. Probably won't watch. I'd I'm say, just going to watch it... Scooby-Doo on Halloween. I just like oh. <laughs> like having it on the background. You know, old Scooby-Doo cartoons. Yeah. Very spooky. You know, don't get too I scared, tr- though, I, folks. I try to watch uh, at least a couple of the the Friday the 13th because I I really love Friday the 13th. It's it's so super campy, but it's such yeah. a it's such a fun watch. I always yeah. go to the Treehouse of Horror Simpsons episodes myself. Oh, yeah. They're so oh, they're so. Much. It's it's so like it's so weird because I don't like to be one of those guys who's like, oh, Simpson stopped being good in the twelfth season, but like I feel I really do feel like like genuinely, yeah, like this the Treehouses of Horror did kind of get like pretty reduced in quality in later seasons. If if nothing else, but that show went downhill. I, I I stopped watching. I can't really say, but the the Treehouses definitely did lose the spark. 
Yeah, no, because you know, because they're like even like 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 current seasons. I can like I still get quite a few laughs out of episodes. This is what so that's why I don't understand why people are still like like go, get on this hate train about the Simpsons. But like, no, it really it really has been like I I, I think. I think the last Treehouse of Horror that was like genuinely really good was the one with Hugo. Oh yeah, <laughs> with with, with Bart's evil twin, like that one was great. But then yeah, like then there was there was that stupid one where they did a Mister and Mrs. Smith parody for some reason. Like it just it kind of seemed like they just stopped doing like horror stuff and just started doing like just general like parody for whatever reason. Similarly yeah. to oh yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say that the the point where where the trios has jumped the shark for me was the Harry Potter one. Like it was a funny parody of Harry Potter, but it wasn't Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just they're just parodies, right? They're not like they're not horror themed, like you know. But like you go back and look at it, even just the way the Simpsons, like the, you know, a Simpsons interpretation of like the Raven was like fantastic. That, that's like one of my favorites. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. But. Yeah, and, and I think it's similar to, like, we talked about Microsoft and Halo, where, like, The Simpsons was huge for, like, you know, it, it still is huge, but it was it was just such a big thing. And after, like, uh, 9 or 12 or 13 or 10, depending on where, where you think, it's, like, eventually you're going to get diminishing returns and the same people are in charge of it. or And you yeah. see more episodes. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's different. Comedy is a bit different now than it was when it started in the 90s, too. So it's, like, a different Yeah. It's definitely become it's, more it's, family guy than it was at the beginning. Like there's there's sort of that more like outlandish stuff going on too. So, well, you know, it, it's interesting that you say that because I I actually I kind of thought that for a while. Um, like when when the Simpsons was like I I can't remember what what season they might have been in, but like there was there was quite a bit of time where I did feel that like Simpsons was trying a little too hard to be Family Guy, and I think it wasn't until after the Simpsons movie came out that like the Simpsons did start kind of like getting back into their own groove and and being um like you know more true to their like what they you know th- what like what they were originally funny for because they were never funny for those like the you know uh like quick jokes and like the way family guy sets it up and and you know has the cutaways like um but even even in that sense like like a lot of things have changed too right i think a lot of reason that like you know people say the simpsons isn't funny anymore is like because you know they compare it to like you know, the early seasons when it came out, like, in, like, the 80s and 90s, and, like, you know, just thing, just, like, culture in general was just different, you know, back then, too, so, like, everything, like, in ter- yeah, in terms of comedy, the way, like, shows were written and produced, like, it was all different, right? Simpsons, and Simpsons is a product of that, so, like, it's just, it might not feel the same now, just because, like, yeah, like, you know, things like technology and the internet weren't a thing back then. Yeah, I mean, like, I like I came up or I, I was growing up around the time when it started and like I'm all like I'm closer to Homer's age now than I was the kids when it started so like yeah <laughs> it's just it's, uh, but there, there there really is a lot of stuff too like yeah like going back and watch that you know, watching it now like it's you know the stuff you didn't really get when you were a kid becomes so much more clear and now it just doesn't seem like it it, it has that that same sort of like you know like like stealth jokes for adults that was kind of in a show where like it wasn't made for kids but kids could kind of watch it because it's just like oh it's a cartoon it's stupid whatever um but but we are we we're, we're getting a little further away from the from the spooks the the spooky topics and we still have uh, a little bit of time left that uh um so so do, do you do you guys have like any like you know moments in i guess like in games or like you know even like movies where like you know 
things i guess like things that really weren't meant to be scary or like part of like um like you know games or movies or that like weren't horror that like ended up being like genuinely very scary like like i can think of like i remember i was thinking about it today um you guys played conquer's bad fur day right i didn't actually no i didn't have the nsc support at the time <sighs> i know you missed Alex? it i've seen many playthroughs well, i mean i saw one playthrough uh, many times well well, one of the one of the things about Conquer's Bad Fur Day, and this is, I guess, for any any listeners too, is um, like, like it 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 was kind of like as much as it was like a really like raunchy, gory, uh, like kind of game that was like you know sort of playing on the idea of like cartoons and like cartoon characters like in games, but like you know cranking it up to eleven. It also did a lot of like movie parodies. Um, so there is a part in the game where you end up going to this like haunted mansion where it's like a big riff on uh bram stoker's dracula and after this really ridiculous segment where you have to fly around as a bat and like poop on people and then bring them into like a meat grinder so that like you know the big like dracula bat can drink their blood um you have to like escape from the mansion and it just becomes this like like the 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 atmosphere of the game changes like completely and there's like these like zombie like squirrels everywhere uh and, and it's just like it's so like the, the the noises that they make is super creepy like you know they gang up on you and they kill you really fast like so it, like i remember even as a kid like you know, th- through this whole game that for the most part had been like really really heavy on the comedy uh, just turned into this really like really horrifying experience and it always genuinely scared the crap out of me whenever you got to that point yeah it's interesting when i'm thinking of like games that like i can't really think of games that scared me but most like games that nailed the sort of tension more so than opposed to ones that actually were like oh my gosh what's going on yeah i was playing like R- return of the Oberdin like ad- earlier this year and that mm-hmm. game just has such a nice creepy tone to it where like the ship goes out and it, with a full crew and it comes back and everyone's dead or missing and you're just like in there in that sort of black and white um aesthetic going on you're just you're, you're seeing how these people die and you're trying to figure it out and it's got this it's got this really cool sense uh world to it and also i, I don't really want to spoil it but like that game kind of gets crazy with the stuff that you're faced with and a lot of supernatural stuff too so um <laughs> definitely a fun game to play yeah those that's a, it's the same team who made um uh papers please too right that, that game had a really great sense of atmosphere too i think even for like how simplistic it was well i could think of um another another moment and i don't know if i've told this story on the podcast before but there was there was actually like a genuine moment i had um playing uh eternal darkness now once again i must ask have either of you guys played it you know what eternal darkness is I tried it on the GameCube. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but I have no experience or knowledge of it. What, what okay, so so again, and this is also for our listeners. So, Eternal Darkness was this really awesome game that came out on the GameCube, where it was like um like a third person survival horror game um that was sort of set throughout like different periods of time. Like you play as like this one main character in the present day, which would have been I guess like two thousand three or two thousand four, and she's trying to pe- like she's trying to figure out who like killed her her grandfather and she's ends up reading this book that like details like all these you know different um you know ancestors of hers that were like you know these like champions against like you know the the forces of darkness 
And uh, one of the really cool things that it had done uh, was like well, kind of a pioneer for this the for the 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 um, the mechanic at the time was it included like a sanity meter. So like when you see like monsters or things happen, like you you know your sanity starts to go down. The game started like messing with you in different ways. Like it wouldn't just be like you know. Um, like there were things that would happen in game, like, you know, you'd walk into a room and, you know, you'd be on the ceiling, like just just randomly, right? Or you'd walk into a room and you'd just like start to shrink. And it was just these weird little like effects. But then every once in a while, it would do like very meta things like like suddenly like just suddenly it would just like, you know, cut it would just cut out all the visuals and it would just like say like, you know, like video two on the screen, like, you know, like, like it changed the input of your of your game, right? psycho of the video game yeah, yeah very psycho and most infamously uh the one that i think everyone who played the game knows um or has maybe like thrown a controller at the wall over is the one where you try to save the game and instead of saving it asks if you want to delete all your data and even if you press no it still like says it's deleting all your data that's a bridge too far. That's... There, there was actually a moment, I literally like, I ripped the plug out of the wall. I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> um, but but there was one moment that like, it, it, I'll never ever forget it, where I was I was playing it with, uh, I was uh, with a bunch of friends, right? And we're just sort of like hanging out. I was playing uh, the game and they were just chilling, like sort of doing their own thing. But like, you know, like kind of like half watching me play. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm going through the game um, and one of my friends asks me to like turn the volume down because you know it's a little too loud um but there was like some like you know enemies nearby so i couldn't just like sort of get up because we didn't have a remote we were playing like we didn't have a remote for the tv so i like had to like physically get up and turn the volume down so i was like yeah just give me one second you know i'll, I'll let me just like get out of like get to safety and I'll, I'll turn the volume down and then like literally like right after she she asked the one of the insanity effects kicked in and the volume starts going down and she was like, oh, thanks, Jordan. Like, you know, and I, I sort of just like turned back to her slowly. And I was like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> and we all kind of looked at each other and we were just like, you know what? I think we've had enough of this game for tonight. It's coming from inside the house. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, it was just like, it couldn't have been like, I don't know if I could say it was a coincidence. Like, it couldn't have happened at a more like perfect time. It really was like the game had sentience. Oh, and you guys got any moments like that? Anything where like it, something happened? I mean, it's hard to top that. I mean, that's yeah. I know, Jesus, <laughs> I I came in really hot. <laughs> I mean, like if that happened today, it'd be like, oh, okay, well, there's probably something like, like, like it's listening to us. But back then, like there was no way it could have, and yet perfectly timed. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it was super weird. I, I love, I, I really do love when stuff like that happens. Like it's just like, you know, and that's and that's just. I think it really is part of the fun too of like playing like horror games and stuff, right? Like where you know you uh, like just like little things around the house, you know, like a like a board creaks or something, and and it, nothing feels a hundred percent right. I mean, like I, I'm not I'm not a big horror game player, but I was trying to play the Resident Evil Two remake uh, earlier this year, and it just didn't feel like the right mm -hmm. time. Like that, that's been my horror game experience this year. It's like, no, this is this is the story's too real right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it, it was a little bit a, a, a uncomfortable meta feeling, but in the, the totally wrong kind of way. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not the best. Yeah, I don't really. I, I love horror games. Yeah, I don't really play horror games at all. I mean, never played. I never played a Resident Evil game. 
people I've heard, you know, obviously great things about them, especially the remake the last couple of years and the originals too. It's mostly I get my horror in comic books or my like horror and mm-hmm. like quotation marks, but uh, one series that always brings me joy is Afterlife with Archie, which is like oh, that's a great one. Uh, yeah, it's it's like a schlocky like horror movie with all these teens who are all like, oh no, there's an apocalypse, it's zombies, and it's it's really fun. It's really great art by yeah. Brinkavia, and it's a uh, it's it's the it's the guy it was... the, the guy who wrote it is the guy who like is the executive producer of Riverdale, so that series isn't yeah. technically done. But he's also probably never going to finish it because Riverdale is like on season five now or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. uh, four now. Anyway. It, <laughs> Oof. It's, it was. I always. I always find it super interesting because I. I always thought that the art style kind of re- kind of replicated like what um like the Walking Dead comics kind of looked like. So it almost felt like it was in the same universe, and I always really enjoyed that. <laughs> no, there's yeah, a crossover I, Negan and Archie. That'd be a good one. Oh my god. Oh, uh, dude, Ar- Archie versus Predator, Archie versus Sharknado. Yeah. Archie versus Archie one? versus uh Punisher. Archie versus Punisher. Yeah, Archie versus Punisher is like the classic one. Then Sharknado yeah. was the fun one where like it was literally like Sharknado's from Sharknado and they were just like punching them and they were Archie characters. Uh Archie versus Predators had two series and one of them were like the Predator like took over Archie's body and Archie's like dead in the second series but he's like a predator and Betty and Veronica are like, well, he's still cute. So I don't know. Like, you know <laughs> yeah, you know priorities. Yeah. No, it's like it's, it's uh, it's interesting that you guys, it's you say that like, uh, like it's in because uh, like obviously, like you know, obviously, you know, not everyone is gonna like horror, but like it's it's I've always found it interesting. I kind I wrote a I wrote a whole like article about it like a long time ago. I wish I could find it. Um, like as to like why people like horror games right because it's not like it's not like like if you're reading a book or like watching a movie like you you sort of have that like disconnection from it where like you know you're reading it and something scary is happening but it's just like you know your your imagination is sort of filling in a lot of the gaps and even like you know when if you're watching like a movie it's like you know, yeah, you could you could put scary stuff up up on the screen, and it and, you know, and and it's it can be tense because like you know you're watching people in a tense situation, and that like adds to it. Um, but like like it, again, like it just it's not like it's not like you're really there, right? It's not like you're a part of it, and that's why like like horror games have always been super interesting to me because it's just like they they make you an active participant in it. Like, you know, when you play a game like PT. There's all this like really scary stuff happening, but like you know, there's there's no way to go but like forward, right? Like you have to progress, um, and so like it really does create this this interesting, um, like this interesting emotional uh, like experience where like you know in a in a in a if you play an action game, it generates like adrenaline in a certain kind of way where like you know a lot of stuff's happening and you're sort of taking control of the situation and you know you have to you know manage a whole bunch of things all at once and it's exciting and it's fun um but like when you play like a horror game you still get that kind of like adrenaline rush but it's like in a very negative way but it's like but it's it's different because it's like a sort of like a controlled environment like you know really that like obviously like nothing bad is going to happen at the end of the day like you know you're on the other side of a screen um but at the same time you have to be the one who's like going into this horrific world and like experiencing these this horrific things but like you're also like controlling the pace of it right 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is a little uh, surprising, Jordan, that everything you said about horror games I agree with, but that you're not into VR, because I feel like that is the perfect place for it, where you're like, sure, like, it's good to be playing it and you're controlling it, but to put on the headset and look around and actually, like, be tricked into thinking that you're actually experiencing it, I think that that's, I mean, I don't like horror games, so that's something I would not do. I wouldn't subject myself to playing a horror game in VR, but I feel like that is the the current pinnacle of, like, hey, how immersive can we get it? Well, okay, here's the thing. I never said I didn't like VR. <laughs> all I'm, all I was saying was that I didn't agree that like it, VR is like the most immersive thing you could do because obviously, like you can make an experience very immersive, like outside of VR, just because immersion comes from like many different factors right it's not just like oh i strapped on a headset and now i am immersed it's like no like you can be immersed in many different ways like it, it takes a lot of you know things working in unison to create immersion um but like i do agree with you like i you know i was just thinking about um because i was watching uh i recently got into oni plays and uh i was watching him play um resident evil 7 in vr and like I was little, I actually really was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Like I did think, like, like as much as I I thought that Resident Evil Seven probably could have been scarier if it didn't like lean a little bit more into like the action elements of it, and you know, making it a first person like shooter kind of like took away from a from some of the horror elements of it. But like, I I don't think there's any denying that if that game, if I was playing that game in VR, I probably would have been much more scared because like you are right like when you strap on the vr headset and everything really does look like it's like all around you it does make the experience like a lot more uh intense so like yeah i i, I kind of agree with you there like i'm sure if i, if I and it's probably why I, 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 I rag on horror or like vr as much as i do because i realize that like you know I, i'm a total baby and if i played a, a horror game with vr it would probably scare the crap out of me I mean, like our RE7 VR demo is the one thing I played on PSVR. Like I was in EB once, and they had like a like a Sony associate there demoing it. Mm -hmm. um, so I tried it out, and uh, I was trying to get my hands free, but I was trying to do something that I think the game was a program to do. And then the thing, like the zombie thing, fell on me, and I, and I just noped that thing off my face like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, like my brain needed to register that I was not having that thing actually fall on me. But uh, yeah, like it's it's. It, it's very immersive in that regard, but it's also only as immersive as it's programmed to be, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, like, I was trying to free myself in a way that seemed obvious to me, the person, but the game was telling me that, no, you can't do this. Like, it's, it wanted, like, one certain thing or something, I'm guessing. I, I don't I, I Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and, and you know, again, that, that just goes back to my point, too. Like, you know, not, not that it's, like, 100% connected, but, like, you know, that it's, it is one of those barriers of immersion, right? Where, like, you know that like the things you're trying to do like in reality aren't like coalescing with the things that you need to do in the game right like but yeah, no like, like there's still that level of two different like you're you're basically in two different planes of existence at that point like i recently did a vr thing at a uh at a, at a vr center we have here in london um where like it's the they call it the hollow deck where you're, you're walking around in like a like a big space the vr headset and like the mm -hmm. gloves and like backpack all this stuff and uh in the one simulation we we're in like a kind of like a temple tomb raiders like escape kind of situation and like yeah. i had i had i was the one who picked up a torch and it was like a physical object with vr sensors on it 
like so that that was all well like that was all really cool and immersive but then like there was also a point where we had to hop on some pillars like across like some chasms and like i it took me a second to do because i'm thinking like okay i know in the game game think or game mind is like okay just jump but i'm also thinking of me in the three-dimensional meat space where i'm like i don't want to make this huge leap and like knock into my buddy or like like overshoot it entirely yeah and then, <laughs> yeah and then, exactly and then if you do overshoot it like there's not really any any real consequence because the game's like okay well no. you missed but like you're just kind of in the void now like yeah you just you're, you're still gonna land on the floor right absolutely yeah no but i mean like you know if i if i actually had to play like you know i still i still think pete like pt is one of the scariest like experiences on the ps4 it's the one thing that makes me like hesitant to like trade in or get rid of my ps4 just like so i can continue to have it but like if i had to experience that in vr like yeah i think i i would probably like i i don't know if i'd be able to handle it because like it would just it would just get a little too like real or a little too like personal at that point You know, we're, so, we're, 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 we're saying all this stuff about VR and Clement's not even here to, to defend it. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, Clement, That's I didn't right. let Jordan shit on VR. He actually complimented VR while you were gone, Clement. So maybe it's a... Maybe maybe you just like shitting on it when Clement's here, Jordan. I, I stand by what I said and I have made no uh, no corrections to my statement. Yikes. I never said I didn't like VR. I just said it's not the most immersive thing in the world. Now that's the true horror of the season. <laughs> <laughs> that I could be agreeable at some points. Hmm. I don't know anymore. The point is, Halloween. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. Well, um, we've I, we've basically gotten to the end of this podcast anyway. So at this point, let yeah, let's just we let's just say, happy Halloween. Um, be safe out there if you're planning on going out. Um. I know I was thinking about maybe just like leaving a little like bucket of candy out and just like, you know, putting a little sign on it that just says like, take one. Cause I feel like, <laughs> now. One. listen, I know, I know. And I don't want to be like that guy who's like, oh yeah, like nobody's going to listen to this, but it's just like, you know, we're in a pandemic. Like let's all just be a little bit agreeable. Shall we? Like, can we just, it also can we doesn't just matter. Like if, if one kid gets yeah. pieces of candy, good for, good for that kid, whatever. No, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's like, you know, let, let's just, let's just show, let's just show a tiny bit of decency where it's like, I get it. You know, it sucks. And I, and I, you know, obviously like I, I'm one of the lucky ones who got to be a kid, you know, and there was never a <laughs> pandemic and, you know, I never had to worry about Halloween being canceled. Um, but these are the times we live in. So if you're a kid and, you know, you want to go out for Halloween or you want to take your kids out for Halloween and, you oh. know, you want to still be safe about it. Like, you know, I'm trying to do my part to make sure kids can have a safe and fun Halloween. You know, kids, do your part. If it says take one, just freaking take one. Okay. How much candy? You're going to get so much t- candy. Okay. Like, relax. Wait, are you saying people should go out more now because there won't be as many people going out? So there'll be more candy for them? No, I'm not saying, I'm saying people should be safe. I'm not endorsing okay. anything. I have no political stance. I, I, my views are not political. Well, I'd like to endorse episode number two of CGM Flashbacks, the show that me and Cole Watson do. Oh, about, uh, yes. About, you know, about our sort of uh, experiences in gaming. Our last episode was about uh, travel and going to cons. And the idea kind of got messed up near the end. But up until then, it's a fun show. So check it out. 
won't you invite us to do this, that podcast? Uh, I've never, I've never we been invited to do doing flashbacks. No guests, no guests for season one until the finale, and we we have a big and uh, and no and design. I'm probably the oldest guy out of all of you. So I think if anyone's gonna flash back uh, to the good old days, I don't know. I, I I don't want to reveal my age on this show because there's a lot of creeps <laughs> out there. But just uh, do it. What, what are they gonna do? <laughs> Get, no, no. Nice try, Jordan. Get aroused nice by the, a number. <laughs> Jordan's long-standing plan Anyways, to dox Alex. He's is twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, phew. We survived this Listen, run, Chris. What do you mean long-standing plan? I already put that plan into action. I'm just not doing anything with the information that I have yet. Mm. <laughs> anyway, getting back to the point. Um, yes, if you're gonna, if you're planning on going out, be safe. Have a good Halloween. Have fun. Um, and obviously, from all of us here at CG Mag, Happy Halloween. Um, I have been your host. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NinjaJordan underscore, and you can find me on YouTube at Ninja Reviews. But also, you know, I was a little rude just there. I I, I went to myself and I didn't uh, I didn't tell you about our wonderful magazine. So you can check out any of the stories that we talked about today on the podcast at cgmagonline.com. You can find us on the Twitters at CG Mag Online. Um, you can find us on the Instagram and all that stuff. You can find this podcast at uh, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the great places where podcasts are listened to. Alex, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the um, podcast known as CGM Flashbacks, which is a weekly show that that's not it's bi-weekly, and I already explained it, but check it out. Uh, you can find me Find me on all social social media networks uh, at Alex Hansiuk and you know on cgmagonline.com as well. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alex, we we get it. You do a podcast. You CGM already flashbacks. check it you out. You already mentioned it. Maybe. You already mentioned it. Let's take it down a notch. Uh, Chris, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hugathy. That's H O O G A T H Y. Also writing a lot of the news on the on the on the site right now. And if I can be so bold as to plug something, you can find me on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. And on November sixth and seventh, I have a team doing the Extra Life charity for children's hospitals. Nice. So check us Very out. Cool. We'll be streaming for twenty four hours, variety of different stuff. So if you're listening before that, check it out. That's, That's awesome. Um, and yeah, Brendan had to uh, had to quietly dip out if you uh, didn't realize it by now. No, I'm, uh, I'm here, Jordan. Uh, you can find me at BFry26 <laughs> on all the social media networks. This is not I your was... voice. I'm so sorry, Brendan. <laughs> that was the best Brendan uh, voice I had ever heard in my life. That's dumb. Good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from all of us here at CG Mag, uh, have a happy Halloween.